This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is Heno. And this is Stephanie. And we're from the Gotham Lights Podcast. Also, the Orville Lights Podcast, sometimes. They are two podcasts dedicated to the television show Gotham. And the Orville. Now, where can they reach us, Steph? I'm so glad you asked, Heno. You can find us on Twitter, at Gotham Lights. You can also find us on Facebook, don't you know? Don't you know? Just by searching... Gotham Lights. Gotham Lights Podcast at gmail.com. Welcome to episode 301 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says, Go back to your fancy car, your big bank accounts, your celebrity friends, your beautiful women, and Victoria Silverstead, playmate of the year. Fuck! You'll have no idea what that's from. Uh-huh. Basketball. Uh-huh. I love that movie. <laughs> Basketball. Yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. Nah. That's an oddball movie, but I love it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but I do. I don't I never even got into it. I don't know if I ever watched it. No? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. It's it's odd. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean it's it's I mean it's Parker and Stone, so yeah. you expect that a little bit. But I mean it's I think I, I think it's funny. I I, I think it's riotously inappropriate at times. Yeah. Which again you expect from Parker and Stone. But um I think I think it's a funny movie. It's not I mean it's not one of the all time great comedies, but Right. It's one of those ones where like every once in a while I'm like, I'm in for a good laugh. Okay, let's let's see what you got. Yeah. You know. That type of thing. That's cool. Yeah. So how are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming down from the high of episode 300. I mean, yeah. this, this, you know, this is a letdown episode after last week. Yeah, it was a good show, though. It, was, it really was. Mm-hmm. Like, I went back and listened. Like, I, I listened to every episode. Yeah. But, like, going back and listening to that one, that was a good episode. I'm sorry. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what other people think, but I thought it was a tremendous episode. I thought, you know, it's, it's over two and a half hours, but, I mean, it's a good two and a half hours. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know. Yeah, everybody threw down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, we do want to thank like right off the top, Stork and Peacock and Otter and and Hummingbird, you know, for all coming in and Nancy as well. Yeah, you know, everybody kind of came in and and made it a an event, and we appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, it was a really good time. Like, yeah. <laughs> really good episode. I'm like, it just it's just kind of. When you have that many people, you kind of worry about it a little bit. But I, I, I feel like I feel like that episode got the for the most part 
got to the heart of what we are, and that's just a bunch of us talking. Yeah. Like, this is what we, like, if it wasn't for the fact that microphone was on, we'd still be having those conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you put us in a room together, that's what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. You know, so it it, it was funny because, like, that's before we put the microphone, that's the kind of stuff we were talking about. Yeah. You know, so I mean, like, it's just the conversation just carried right over. Yeah. So I think that's what made that episode, to me, so good was, I mean, a little little bit of it was prompted by, like, Thad's email and stuff. But, I mean, for the most part, it, it was what it was. It was just good conversation. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so fun conversation. So. Yeah. So, again, thank you to everybody. And I want to thank everybody. I mean, there, there's so many people that you, you want to thank. And... Like last week, I, I just kind of shut it down. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's a lot of people out there. I mean, you, you know who you are. I I, I, I don't want to go through a list of, of people, but I mean, there's so many people you just want to thank. And I mean, you know, you, I can't thank you enough. There, there's so many out there, and just you know, it's been fun. And thank you for coming for the ride. Yeah. As episode three of one is our last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so that's that. But um, with 300 was good. And thank you, everybody, for coming. Thank you for listening. And uh, let's see where we go from here. All right. Yeah. Century 3 Mall. Century 3 Mall. Fuck. <laughs> I saw a picture. They're fixing the roads. Yeah. Nancy posted it. She's like, Sean, uh, like, oh, that's funny. Like, there's people out there, like, actually flinging those potholes, like, you know. I'm sorry, like, Hot Patch isn't going to get the job done. <laughs> it just needs to be, like, completely, like, excavated and repaved. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping five pounds of Hot Patch. <laughs> the yeah. one hole. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those holes are deep, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> well, it's on a road that nobody uses. Because it's on a road that nobody uses because of how bad the road is. Yeah. You know, like you make that mistake of going down there and you're just like, oh, fuck. I know, I did it the other day. Oh, shit. But it's in your brain to do it. Yeah. And we've been going that way so long. Yeah. Like you just, you tell yourself, well, I'm just going to cut down here. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Oh, boy, I made a mistake. (laughs) So, so anyway, um, what have you been up to? Nothing. I uh, watched The Expanse, uh, more of The Expanse. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm still deep into it, but it's coming together not quite nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Greek orgy. Yeah. No, <laughs> but it's good. It's a good, it's a good show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm completely hooked. Cool. Yeah, so I'm watching that. Yeah. And uh, I need to watch Discovery episode this week. I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. But last week's episode of Discovery was good. Yeah. Did you? You didn't see no, it? No, I didn't see it. I, I've heard good things about it. I heard it was very surreal-oriented, and I heard it really gave you a lot of insight. Not, that isn't the surreal episode. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm talking... That was this week's episode. Yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. I'm talking about... Well, I haven't seen this one, but I was talking about last week's episode. Okay. It Got was, it. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's really the only thing I've watched. 
just the expanse any minute I have I tr- I'm trying to catch up yeah to season three yeah almost there yeah I'll probably watch two or three more tonight that's all on Amazon right yeah it's all on Prime yeah because I, they, I, I know Sci-Fi canceled it and I think it was Amazon that picked it up yeah yeah it's good yeah I mean it's it's a really good show yeah so I highly suggest it there you go well, I've been watching um, the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah, I'm up to episode nine. Oh wow! Yeah. Further than me. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising. Like <laughs> your kids out there, like you're further than me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This is your your thing. Um, it's been really good. Yeah, like I've I, I've very, I've really enjoyed it. It's been very good. Like I like it for what it is. Like it's funny. Like I was thinking about it. And I highly recommend it. I think it's very well done. But like, I was like, well, where, where do you where do you put it? Like, how do you rate it? I'm like, like it's not as good as Daredevil. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even say because like, I'm like a Daredevil fan. Like, I just think that that series has been very good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably better than like Iron Fist and 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 Luke Cage as far as like like if you're to compare it to Marvel series. Yeah. Um. But not as good as Jessica Jones, or, or or maybe as good as Jessica Jones, but not as good as Daredevil. Yeah. But it's, it's very well done. I've enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> I've liked it so far. Yeah. I was afraid of the monkey. Yeah, but the <clears throat> monkey's not that bad, and he hasn't thrown poo once, which yeah. is disappointing. Yeah, but he <laughs> looks really good. Yeah, the, like the special effects on, on, on Pogo are very good, yeah. Yeah. It was, I'm pretty impre- I was pretty impressed by that. Yeah. Very... Planet of the Apes, sort the of. One, the one I had a problem with, and it gets explained later on, was Luther, yeah. number, number one. Yeah. Like, I was just like, he just looks goofy. Yeah. Like, I don't know how if it's how they're... And then it, you kind of fit, find out, like, what's really going on there. Yeah. I don't want to blow that for anybody. Yeah. But, like, you're like, oh, okay, that's why he looks like shit. Like, I just thought it was, like, really poorly shot. Yeah. And, like... And like how they like had it, because he's so big, and I'm like, this doesn't look right. Yeah, it almost looks, it almost looks uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen like. Yeah. Do you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that. like I, I was like, you know, this this just looks bad. Like I mean, you know, for as good as this monkey looks, man, he he looks awful. <laughs> yeah. You know, like how could you not figure how to shoot this guy to make him look big without like putting him in like a you know a bodysuit? It looks like. Yeah, yeah, you know, and well, you find out. Yeah, but I mean, it has some slow moments. Like, there's a, one episode I was just like, it was interesting, but at the same time, I was just like, this is because of what happens at the end of the episode. You're like, well, this was completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like, you just wasted an hour of my time, essentially. Yeah, which kind of pissed me off in a way because it's like. If you're telling the story, you know, it's an interesting... But, like, you just kind of, like, pissed an hour away in a way. So, But that kind of actually... But otherwise, it's been very good. Yeah. I highly recommend The Umbrella Academy. Cool. Yeah, I'm... I just want to get caught up in The Expanse, and then I'll I'll probably go back to it. And then I also went and saw Alita Battle Angel. How was that? It's very good. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I, 
I'm not going to say it's great. I'm not going to tell you it's phenomenal. I, first off, I think Robert Rodriguez shot the shit out of it. Mm. You know, to coin a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he did. He really did. Like, it's a beautiful movie. Mm. The way he shot it, the way the CGI is used. Um, it's just, it's, it's a really well done movie. I, I really like it a lot from that standpoint. I thought the story was very good. Um. I think they tried to jam a lot into the story. Mm. And so maybe it suffers a little bit because of that. But I, I thought overall it was a very, very good movie. Yeah. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. That's cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's it, 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 it was really well done. I, I was very impressed by it as far as like visually. Vi- visually it's stunning. The story's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works. Yeah. You know. It's cool. Yeah. How's it doing at the box office? Is it bombing? Yeah, it's bombing. Is it real? Well, I mean, like, last week it came in number one, uh-huh. but in one of the worst, like, Presence Day weekends ever, as far as, like, ticket sales go. Oh, really? Yeah. And then this week, you know, is How to Train Your Dragon 3. Yeah. Which is just going to destroy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... And I mean, if and you've heard like more importantly, like with How to Train Your Dragon three, you've heard nothing but good things about the, that movie. Like everybody's uh-huh. talked about, like this is a, a phenomenal ending to this trilogy, um, and you know they they, they really knock it out of the park. And I mean, even like the trailers just look beautiful, <laughs> yeah. you know, as far as like the animation and everything. Mm-hmm. And like the first two were so good, like I'm not surprised. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I mean, it, I mean between. You know, the Lego Movie 2 and now How to Train Your Dragon 3. It's just sandwiched between two family-friendly movies that's just going to blow it out of the water. <laughs> but, I mean, it disappoints me because, like, again, the way this leaves off, it leaves off with an ending that, that begs a, a second movie, a sequel. Yeah. And you're probably not going to get it, but, man, what I saw was really impressive. That's cool. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, it is. It, it really is a shame. And I, I mean, it, it had a really good cast. Like the cast, the cast was outstanding. And yeah, like a lot of the the special effects, how they're done, I, I liked a lot. Uh, I like the look of you know the the um, the cyborgs and every. I mean, it just it's it's it was well done. I, I I just I really liked it a lot. And like I want to explore. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna end up ordering. Um, the, the 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 manga series yeah because I want to read it now like yeah it, I, I I was thinking about it before I, I and it's something I always wanted to read but after like watching a movie I'm like okay I have got to read this now this is a must read for me yeah so yeah. I'll be ordering that and and reading it that's cool yeah hmm. yeah everything I lo- I saw on it looked really good yeah like even the reviews were good for it. Oh yeah. Like I didn't see any bad reviews where people were just like, "Oh, this." St-. Like, a lot of it was like, "It feels like an anime." Yeah. Which is what I mean, you know, how it should. Yeah. You know. I hope it does well internationally, so that maybe we get a sequel that way. Yeah, yeah. You know. Maybe it will. Yeah. I'm sure it will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I know I want to go see how, uh, how to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Because I like both movies. 
Yes, it was. It's rare that you know it comes around where you get two movies back to back that are just really good, and now a third that's supposedly that good too. Yeah. I mean, they did it with Toy Story, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, and I, I liked. I, I like it, you know, like they, they, like um, the main character is aged. Yeah. You know, he starts off as this scrawny little kid in the first one, and in the third one, he's he's, a, he's an adult. Yeah. You know, you know, he, at one point he's gonna have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it, yeah. it, it's like really impressive. Like it was like one of those things. Like like I remember like the first like the sneak peek trailer. You know, you see Toothless, and he, you know, and he's wearing the helmet. And the helmet comes off, and he's got like this full fucking beard. And you're just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. You know what's happening? You know this is okay. <laughs> you know, like you just yeah. don't expect that. Like in animation, like people don't age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bart and Lisa have been you know ten and eight for thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I mean, like you just don't expect that. But in these movies, like he in the second movie, he's he's older. He's even animated to look older. Than he was in the first movie. Yeah, you know, he has a different look to him. Yeah, and so in the third movie, it's it, it's clearly you know he's grown up. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I like it a lot. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that in storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. I finally saw Queen. Yeah, we I came in at the end of uh, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. What'd you think of it? I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt a little rushed at times. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a good movie, I thought. Yeah. Um, I thought their character choices were amazing. The people that they chose to act, the parts. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. It's good, and it's good to see Littlefinger, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, no, I thought... I mean, that was Queen. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, it, it's it's hard to like. It, it's depicting like basically 15 years of their history in a, a two two and a half hour movie. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to do. Yeah, so it's gonna feel rushed at times. Yeah. Um. But it's like you know you can't really concentrate on. You know, it, can't really concentrate on the beginnings right. as much as I would want to see. Right. Uh, and that songwriting and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so it kind of like, you know, just briefly touches on different points in their history. Yeah. It's a hard thing to do. Like, to me, like, biopics are so difficult. Right. Because... You, you, you're right. Like, I mean, like in this movie, they're depicting 15 years or so of their lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's tough to fit into a two-hour movie. Like, I mean, the only biopic I can say I ever saw where I thought I appreciated how they did it and I appreciated the story that they told mm-hmm. was, like, Jobs. Yeah. Which was directed by David Fenchner. Mm-hmm. Um you know, because it, 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 instead of telling a story, like his, his story, it picked like three moments in his life and focused on each of those moments. Yeah. And gave you a, an overall story of his life just based on three major moments for him. 
Yeah. You know, and that, from a storytelling standpoint, like, made it, you know, so no, you didn't go back to, like, you know, when I was a little kid or, you know, yeah, yeah. this is what was my life. You know, no, it was like, here's Steve Jobs in 1985 when they unveiled the Apple IIe. You know, here's Steve Jobs, but, you know, at this point, and here's Steve Jobs at this point. And, you know, this is the story of Steve Jobs. You know, it, it, was, it was really impressive, like, yeah. done that way. But it, it, it's hard to do. Yeah. Like, and, and, like, with, like, Queen, you can't do it that way. Like, you know. Yeah. But, which leads to, like, you know, one of the things we're going to discuss is, you know, Netflix dropped the trailer this week for The Dirt. Yeah. You know, the, the story of Motley Crue. Yeah. You know, and here's another band. Like, again, I mean, this is probably going to depict 15 to 20 years of their, their, their history. Yeah. Tough to fit into a two-hour movie, you know, especially a band like Crew. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the debauchery and everything else that took place. I mean, you know, that, that's going to yeah, be tough. Yeah, but maybe to... they're not going to get all that in. I mean, like... Well, I mean, clearly they're not, but I mean, a lot of the stuff that they're showing, it, like, you know, Tommy Lee's divorced from Heather Locklear. Um, I don't know how far is he going to go up to the point where, you know, he's married to Pam Anderson, you know, when... um. Vince killed a guy in the car. I mean, you know, there's a lot that they're jamming into this, it looks like. When, and, when Six died. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, so, I mean, there's a lot. There, there's at least five albums they're jamming into this movie, you know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah there's a lot. Ah, we'll see. Yeah. It'll be good. Just even just hear the music, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. I'm, the, the soundtrack's just going to be killer. You're just going to be like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, Crew's one of my favorite bands. So, I mean, like, yeah. I was excited when they were showing him in the mirror putting the face, you know. Oh, yeah. The fucking stripes underneath the eyes. Yeah. I was like, that's badass right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. I got, oh, I got chills. I was like, ooh, yeah. yeah. But it looked good and felt yeah. raw and felt like there's a lot of old music in there, too. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Because their old stuff's so good. Oh, yeah. I mean that's their moneymaker. Yeah, you know. To me, the new stuff isn't. Although they did make a new song for this movie. Yeah. Um. But um, you know, it's the old stuff that. Uh, yeah. You know, got them where they're at. Right. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. But like, like back to Queen real quick. I mean, I just felt that you know they're not going to show all the. Wildness of Mercury. They just didn't have time to do that. Nor would, nor did I think it was necessary. They touched on it, yeah. And I think they moved away from it. And you had I, the impression, you you know, you got that impression that, you know, that's what was going on. Yeah. Like yeah, like, because I of his loneliness. Yeah, I don't think it needed to be depicted. Like there, there are a lot of people that are outraged by this movie, feeling that it it. Like, I've read this on the internet where, like, it's like, you know, it doesn't delve into his homosexuality enough. It doesn't delve into, you know, you know, all, all, like, all the things that led to his downfall, quote, unquote. And it's just like, really? Yeah. Is, do you really want that? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I, I, I thought it depicted him well. Like, I, I you know, I mean, it, it, it explored... His wild side in, in in a certain way. Yeah, you know that. You know, I I don't need all the gory details. Yeah, you know, I, no, nobody wants that. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's clearly a he was you know a, 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 a you know a gay man. You know, they don't shy away from that. Never in this film. No, do they? 
I certainly didn't think so. But I, like, I mean, there are those who just feel like it. Like, oh, it just scratched the surface. I'm like, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree. I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, I don't. I I thought it went pretty deep into his his life. Yeah, I mean. Because you don't see things necessarily doesn't mean that it's not understood. Yeah. I mean, when he's having that conversation with his wife on the phone, mm-hmm. those guys are waiting for him. You know what I mean? That's yeah. understood where yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. I, you know, I just, and then when he finally gets rid of the idiot. Yeah. That, what do you think was going on there? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I don't think, I think, I thought it was done pretty tastefully. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I honestly agree. Like, I mean, I, I don't know what other people wanted from it. Yeah. You know, I, I... I don't either. Yeah. I mean... That's what bothers my... Like, it, that's what bothers me, because it's like, I mean, I think it's a very good movie. I, I have my and, problems with it from the facts yeah. standpoint, but still, it's a very good movie, and I thought it it hit on the themes that it needed to hit on as far as who Freddie Mercury was, what Freddie Mercury was. And even like him, like standing up, like even though he doesn't say it at the time, he doesn't say it for three more years. You know, like I don't want to be their AIDS poster child. I've got more important things to do. Like that's who he was. Yeah. Like he didn't shy away from that. He just he just wanted to make music. Yeah. You know, he didn't want. It's weird because like as much of a showman as he was, it was also like. He wanted to keep that private side really private. Yeah. After a while. Yeah. Like I mean, there there was a point where he was like flamboyant and he was partying and he was doing all this stuff that, you know, that was just wasn't good for him. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially in that time, you know, I mean, it, you, you, it makes sense, but I mean, I don't get shot away from anything. I think it portrayed him as as what he was. Yeah. You know. I thought it was done very. Respectfully, yeah, I, I, I do. I just don't think anything else was needed. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, how much more needs to be there? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, of course, I choked up at the end of oh, that yeah. performance. Yeah, you know, live eight performances. Yeah, it's killer. <laughs> what the greatest twenty minutes in rock and roll history? Yeah, you know, I have to say, I agree. It was. Just such a such an amazing band. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. I thought he did great as Mercury. Yeah. I mean, he was just spot on with everything. Yeah. Mannerisms. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Exactly. Walking. Yeah. Like even like that. There there were things that Freddie did on stage. Like I'm watching him, and I was like. like had to be like snapped out of it because like, I thought I'm watching Freddie. Yeah, wasn't you it know? weird? Yeah, that was that strange. I agree, yeah. especially especially at that Live Aid show. Yeah, it was just like wow, I've seen this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it was good. So yeah, but back to the crew thing. I just that's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, can't that, wait. That's gonna be one of those ones like when it comes on, like, I got I don't care what I, I don't care what I'm binge watching. When I come home from work, I'm firing that thing off. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, just, I'm I'm just excited to see it. Yeah, and it's cool because I get to see them. Hopefully, um, not them. I mean, I, I know it's a movie and everything, but you know, you get to see them on that um, 
on the Sunset Strip, those 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 legendary shows that you know, like too fast for love shows. Yeah, like those legendary shows that like you just hear about that were like, you know, this is what made Motley Crue Motley Crue. Like these these shows on the Sunset Strip where they were just tearing the place down. Yeah, you know, and broke as fuck living in hotels and on the. I mean, yeah, because they were. I mean, yeah, when they first started, they had nothing. You sleep on couches and everything else, like the the stuff you just hear about. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want to see that. Yeah. I <laughs> do. Yeah. Um, it just, the trailer was just really good. Yeah, it got you. It kind of hooked you in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we know the history of the band just because, I don't know. It's been told so many times. Yeah. I mean, it has, but yeah. there's a lot of people that don't know the history of the yeah. band. Yeah. But the ones that do, I, you know, we'll get to see it. Yeah. In front of her eyes. <laughs> yeah. Did he get a mature rating? Well, it's on Netflix, I'm sure. Oh, it did. yeah. yeah. I has to. Yeah. Yeah, there's got to be TNA all over that. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, if it's not, then you're not really telling the story of Molly Crew. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. You know there's going to be a hotel room with about ten chicks with yeah. their shirts off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe some Merkins will be up here. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, <laughs> right. it was the '80s, and everything's po- anything's possible. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I want to see Ozzy sniff a line of ants. Yeah. In this exa- movie, exactly. Like all the crazy shit you just you heard about from crew, you know, on the on the road on tour, just destroying hotel room after hotel room. You know. <laughs> yeah. The stuff you just like. When I grew up, that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they were not a role model. Band. No, not at all. <laughs> they were no striper. And what I'm saying is, like, for these bands, like, golly, man, the craziness, the shit that went on. I mean, you hear about bands and their craziness antics, you know. Crew has to be at the top of that list, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just the like the shit that went on um, that was portrayed during Rockstar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I right. imagine Crew did that every single night they were alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every night had to be like that. Yeah, but worse. Yeah, with ten times the amount of booze and drugs. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's, it's got to just be like Led Zeppelin esque debauchery. Yeah, you know, gotta be. Yeah. So anyway, well, and then there was another trailer for another legendary rock star biopic that dropped this week mm. for um, Harry Chapin. No, Harry just the, the Harry Chapin um, Rocket Man. The uh, the Elton John one. Oh, I didn't see that one. You didn't see that? Oh, hold on. Hold on. All right, so you just watched the trailer for Rocket Man. Yeah, that looks really good. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. That trailer's good. It hit on two favorite songs of mine by his. and Tiny Dancer and... What's the other one? Brian's song. Yeah. 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 Those are my, one of, two of my favorite songs yeah. by Elton John. Especially Tiny Dancer. I love that song. Oh, yeah. I do. It's just an amazing song. Like I even like the scene in 
um, almost famous. Yeah, that's a great I, I, using that song and everything. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, you know that was a good movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. But I mean, like, like that whole thing, like in the back of the bus, he's like, "I gotta go home," and she's like, "You are home." I, oh, it's. But that gives me chills because it's like, oh, you know, uh-huh. yeah. But that, you're right. Like Tiny Dance is a great song, yeah. but like that movie looks fantastic. Yeah, like it. It looks a little bit more. They even admit like fantastical, like yeah. with like dance numbers and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like I dig that. Like I mean, it's like it looks very interesting. It's like a different take on the biopic. Yeah, but at the same time kind of giving you some of the facts yeah yeah you know about this person's life yeah and but I mean, that, that's such good music like, that's gonna be another one like that soundtrack is gonna be killer yeah it's gonna be good just thing. fucking killer yeah it's gonna be a good soundtrack cause if you give me like 70's Elton John and 80's Elton John I am in yeah yeah I am in you know cause that's just good music like especially like stuff off like you know Good Body Yellow Brick Road and you know oh that's that's one of those great albums yeah you know so so much good stuff that guy did back in the day yeah then he like you know did the soundtrack to The Lion King and lost me <laughs> yeah he did like after that I was like really dude <laughs> yeah. Circle of Life really <laughs> yeah <laughs> give me more Philadelphia Freedom. How about that? Uh, I'm assuming that was what's his name, Bernie Tobin. Yeah. Was that him? Had yeah. To be. Yeah. 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 Well, the guy that rep- yeah he's playing yeah. by. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. So that looked very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah, it looks good. There was one other one that's coming out next month that um, is on Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, it's uh, it's called The Highwaymen. Okay. Did you see this? No. Okay. It's got Kevin Costner in it and Woody Harrelson. Okay. And, and the movie's about these are the guys who hunted down Bonnie and Clyde. Maybe I did see that. Yeah, I'll pull up the trailer. I need to pause here. Right, so you just watched the, uh, the trailer for The Highwaymen. Yeah. Looks pretty good. It looks really good. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that's a Netflix movie. <laughs> yeah. That should be released in a theater. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm surprised by this. Yeah. I I, I said Kevin Costner, your eyes rolled a little bit. I saw that. Yeah. But I know you're not a fan, Costner fan, but I mean, he looks good in this. Yeah, he does. You know. He's playing, a, he's acting. Yeah. I mean, not that he always doesn't, but it tends to be a little much sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. For me. Right, I get but, that. But, um, yeah, it looks good. I'm excited to see Woody Harrelson, too. Yeah. Like, he just made this... Woody Harrelson, Harrelson is doing some good shit. He is doing some amazing work. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Like, yeah. Woody Harrelson in the past, I'm going to say 20 years, has has made some changes to his, like, like what he does. And he, he's made some amazing movies over, like, the past... 15, 20 years. It's yeah. just like, holy hell. Yeah. Like the chops just... Yeah. You know, he kind of cut some of the bullshit out and... Yeah. Started doing some real acting. Yeah, he's good, man. 
And I was never a huge fan of his. Yeah. But. But yeah, now when I see his name attached to something, it, it, it will at least pique my interest. Yeah, yeah, for real. You know, and this looks just like one of the great movies. Like I, I don't think can ever be doubted is Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, the the one with um, Warren Beatty. Uh huh. I think it's Annette Bening. Uh huh. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. That's a phenomenal movie. There's no doubt about it. And I think this would be a great companion piece to that. Yeah. Because it's the other side, and like, it, you know, the decisions that these men made to track down Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Like, maybe they, you know, they were on the side of the angels, but they weren't angels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Like, I mean, it's, it looks very interesting. Yeah. Like, and the, the fact, I mean, it, it, it's the Texas Rangers, which is always interesting because. So often, like they're kind of like you, you. You think of Chuck Norris, number one. Yeah. But like at that time, it was like you guys are outdated. Mm. You know, we're using modern technology, and what are you doing? Well, they were kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. And finding <clears throat> who they needed to find. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was. It's very. It's very impressive. It looks like a very good movie. Yeah. And that's another one, like, when it comes out, like, I'll probably watch it that weekend. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Mm, good stuff coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, two movies on Netflix that you're just like, eh, it's a circle. You know, a lot, a lot of times, like, with our movies, it's not a movie you say, yeah, I'm circling the date on that. Yeah. These are two movies I kind of like said, I'm circling the date. Huh? You know. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. It's impressive what we get to watch now. Yeah, I, I hate saying like it's like a golden era of, but I do, I do feel like if you look like back, like, I, I feel like in the 90s, like, movies took like a real downturn. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Like, I just don't feel like, like movies were that good in the 90s for yeah. whatever reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, there aren't a ton of movies from the 90s that go, oh, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. You know? Like, my favorite movies are from the 70s, the 80s, and, and lately. Like, yeah. in the past 20 years. Like, that 10-year period of the 90s, you're just like, wow, that's not that impressive of a decade. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, that, there it is. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, it does, it feels like a little bit, like, you want to say, like, this is a bit of a golden age of, like, the movies that are being made. I mean, first off, we're in the age of the superhero movie. Yeah. You know, we're at the age of the Marvel superhero movie more more, more more, distinctly. I mean, like, they just don't put out stankers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, but the, some of the other stuff that come, that's, that's come out that you're just like, you know, wow. It, you know, this is some impressive, impressive work all yeah. around. The you know it's funny speaking of <laughs> some movies, I was up at mom's today and I was <laughs> I couldn't find anything to watch. There was nothing to watch on TV. Yeah. Eventually, Potter came on later. Yeah. Um. Deathly Hallows one. Yeah. That's when I watched, which is actually I you know I rewatched it. I was like I kind of enjoyed it. It's not that bad of a movie, but like. It just it suffers because of how good 
part two is. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what's co- like, especially like as a fan, like you knew what was coming. Like yeah. you knew like so like no, you're right. It's a it's a good movie in its own right. Yeah. But compared to the second movie, you're just like fuck. That's boring. Yeah. But it isn't like going yeah. back to it. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, this is better than I remember. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But anyway, to the point, the movie that I put on before that was Roadhouse. Oh, my! (laughs) The name is Dalton. (laughs) It's a bad movie. It it has its moments. I'm not going to tell you it's a good movie. But it's it's a fun movie. Actually, the best part of that movie is when Sam Shepard shows up. Or not Sam Shepard. Uh, Sam Elliott shows up. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best part of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking guy's ass with a crooked knee. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a badass. He is. I like I liked, uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. I do. I, oh, I yeah. think he's a great character. Yeah. And especially in westerns. I know. Westerns. Yeah. But he's a good character. He is. He's, he always, he's, a, he's a great actor. Yeah, he always is. has been. Um, but I, I don't think I ever realized. Watch going back to it. Um, they had like, how do I explain this? They were still using like effects and stuff from the seventies, like. They'd shoot a, sh- a car with a shotgun, and the damn thing would blow up. Oh yeah, yeah. And the whole the whole thing. There was like it, it was extreme pyro. Yeah. The entire film. Yeah. Like the house catches. They light a house on fire. Yeah. And and before you know it, it's like it's like yeah, it's a you, ty- you, it's a towering inferno. You got in a second. Yes, you got to film it from a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's that big of an explosion. Yeah. It's like. All right, just, you know, go get some dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> you know? How many gallons of gas can we fit in here? Everything they... Oh, everything blew up big. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, it was massive. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I watched that. Which was okay, you know. I love that movie. Like, I'm not going to tell you it's a good movie. I'm uh-huh. not, I, I can't defend it as a good movie. Mm-hmm. But it's a movie I like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I mean, everything about that movie it is just cheesy as fuck. But it's so good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like music's good. Oh yeah, from uh, oh I can't remember the guy's name. That's a, that's a sin. I know I can't either. But anyway, music's yeah. good. Yeah, the mu- the music's great. I mean, and I mean it's 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 Swayze at his finest. <laughs> you know. Swayze. I mean, it, it's like you know when when you talk about the great movies of Swayze, you, you talk about Red Dawn, you talk about Roadhouse, and Next of Kin. Next of Kin was a good oh, that's movie. a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there aren't many people that are you know if you haven't seen Next of Kin, <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a great movie. I think Roadhouse is at the bottom of that list for me. But it's but it's, Next it's, of Kin is is but a really it's good fun. Film. Like it's it the it's. It's I, I classify it the same way I classify like um Tango and Cash. Yeah. You know, a Tango and Cash is not a good movie. <laughs> but I enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah. I can like it's I can watch it any time. Mm. 
It's it's like Armageddon. Now, it's not a good movie, but I love it. When that when the when the the uh, their top thug gets the pole stick. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the oh, middle of so, everything. It's so eighties. It is. With the acid-washed jeans and the high collar. Oh. Oh, and when he rips out his throat. Oh, it's so good. He put, he's got him in the lake, just pushes his body to the other side, yelling the dude's name. Oh, it's so badass. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I thought, actually, Sam Elliott was the most normal-looking character in the entire movie. Terry Funk's in that movie. I know he is. <laughs> like, when he shows up, you're like, is that Terry Funk? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and that huge guy running around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, when they're, like, when they've got, like, the uh, the monster truck plowing through the, yeah. the dude's car dealership. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's so bad. I mean, it's so, it's so high noon. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, the, here's the evil guy that owns the entire town and you can't stop him. I know, and it's like, and there's like tons of witnesses. I yeah. mean, like everybody's around. Yeah. Watching this thing unfold. Yeah. And like, it just, if you think about it, as a kid, you're like, oh, that dude's badass. Yeah. Th- that ship would never fly. No, it would I'm not going to go down to Shorky and fucking yeah. drive a Bigfoot through their front lobby and nothing happens yeah. to me. I don't care what town you live in. Yeah. But that's the beauty of the movie. It's like it's yeah. like this this like it, it's it's just like one of my my favorite films that nobody's ever heard of, Digstown. Okay. D- Digstown has um Lou Gossett Jr. in it, mm-hmm. and it's got uh oh, I can't believe I can't think of the guy's name. Oh, he always plays a slimy. It'll take me two seconds to pull this up. I can't believe I can't remember this guy's name. Uh, James Woods. Oh, yeah. But but and, and Bruce Dern is the villain. Yeah. Yeah. The great Bruce Dern. Yeah. And um, it, it's and Oliver Platt's in it too. So mm. I mean, like, this is a killer cast. Mm. But you never heard it, and it's a boxing movie on top of that. Yeah. You know, so like Lou Gossett Jr. is like the this this boxer who like he doesn't he had a professional record, but he's a cash fighter. Yeah. So he shows up at these like and he in this that movie he's got to fight twenty guys in twenty four hours. Yeah. You know, and it's like you know who's screwing who, and Bruce Dern's the villain. He owns the entire town. I mean, it's tremendous. It's it's a great movie. If you haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend looking it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cheesy. It, it's a it's a little bit '90s feel to it. Like you're like, oh man, this just wouldn't happen today. I get it, but it's one of those movies. Like again, it has like a high noon feel because it's like you know, it's a villain owns the entire town. Yeah, you know, and so everybody kind of like does whatever he wants them to do. Yeah, you know, and, and here comes James Woods and Lou Gossett Jr. and they're gonna make things right and I mean, it's tremendous yeah. I lo- it's like one of those great movies like I just I happened upon it one day like it was like on HBO or something like you just you, you watch and you're just like oh this is amazing I love this movie yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> so yeah anyway Red House was 
Oh. Yeah, I love Roadhouse. I I, 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 I liked it too. I yeah. just I yeah, haven't now seen you're it in like, a long time. Yeah. And it's just like I it was just like after the third explosion, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. That is just a, a ridiculous amount of fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Things don't blow up like that. <laughs> no, they don't. No. <laughs> Especially the car. I think that was the final straw for me. Yeah. When they murder Sam Elliott's character. Yeah. And he puts the knife on this, you know. Yeah. And the car, and they're just firing at the car. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, it hops the brick thing and it starts flipping and then they shoot it and it blows up. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, what is like, happening like, Yeah, somebody hit, it with, hit the gas tank. <laughs> yeah, like, what is happening? Wow. Uh. Yeah. Oh, it's tremendous. It is. I love shit like that. I also had, I gave a little respect to the uh, end scene, you know, with the white couches. Oh, yeah. That was a smart move. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that was it. Even the stripper dance was bad. Oh, yeah. That was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, the whole thing. I'm not going to defend the movie as a good movie. It's not. But I mean, like. What's her name? She was on Baywatch. I can't remember her name. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't. <laughs> it does um, But I think the funniest part of that, you know, is she's like, you know, some floozy. And then she starts stripping to all this music. And then. Like when she's at her, like you know, getting down to the dirty part of her act, she goes over to the blind gu- blind guitarist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeff Healy's a guitarist. Jeff Healy, yeah, yeah. Jeff Healy band. And you know, Jeff Healy, like you know, looks up and smiles. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like he can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, you got no clue, buddy. Yeah, you don't know what she's doing. <laughs> it was just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Oh man, this is good. They <laughs> had that movie. Anyway, moving on. You looking for that girl? Yeah, was it Juliet? Juliet Michaels, I think was yeah. her name. Yeah. Yeah. I swear she was on Baywatch. Uh, let's see. I don't think so. No? Because that would be like up there. Yeah, maybe not. No. Oh, no, she was. For four episodes. Yeah. Apparently the four episodes that you watched. I guess. And one one episode of Baywatch Nights. (laughs) What a terrible show that was. (laughs) What a terrible idea that was. And you talk about sexist. Yeah. Holy fuck. I don't think you could put a show like that on TV right now. No, I mean half the show is shots of the chicks running to the oh to the scene. Yeah, you know, she did an episode of Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> Jake and the Fat Man. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, but I mean, like that show. Yeah. Oh, that's horror. I mean, I mean yeah. 
I mean, I, I watch that show with the, the, the volume turned down. <laughs> yeah. Was that a spelling production? Baywatch? I think so, yeah. Had to be. I, I would think so. I, I do believe so. That was just so bad. Speaking of spelling, we watched, um, we've been watching that uh, Mass Singer. Did I, did we discuss this? We've discussed it a little bit, yeah. Yeah. I saw spelling on there. Tori spelling on there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't think Aaron's spelling had anything to do with this. No. Okay. No. Michael Burke was the creator, so. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> um. Here, here, here was something. I want to cover that. I, I found this last week, and I wanted to share this with you because mm. I know this is going to create just a fantastic reaction from you. Yeah. Um, Fox and Friends weekend host Pete Hel- Hegseth decided a couple of Sundays ago to unburden his soul with a deep, dark secret as part of a resolution to be more candid with Fox News audiences. My 2019 resolution is to say things on the air that I say off the air. I don't think I've washed my hands for 10 years. What What the fuck? <laughs> really? I don't really wash my hands ever. Uh, I, inoculated, I inoculate myself. What? Germs are not a real thing. I can't see them. Therefore, they're not real. Yuck. This is a night anchor. This is a weekend. We, he's a weekend anchor on the uh, a weekend host of Fox and Friends. Anchor would be oh, okay. Yeah. So you know, like their morning. This is their morning wake up show, and he's a weekend guy. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't shake his hand. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that. I do. Well, he has to shower. Your yeah, hands get I'm, washed in the shower. I, I, I'm sure. I mean, that's the case. But, like, does he wash his hands after he shits? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a legit question to ask. Yeah. You're saying germs aren't real, but yet somehow I got a finger giving me a stink palm. <laughs> yeah, right? You know? Like, I, I will freely admit, like, I know you, like, like you, you're you're like, you know... Looking for bacterial lotions everywhere you go. Yeah. Like, you shake somebody's hand, you got to spray that down. I'm not nearly the germaphobe you are. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, I wash my hands, like, before I eat. Yeah. You know, after I poo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, after I take a whiz. Yeah, yeah. Any bathroom duty requires a washing of the hands. Right. You know, like, I don't go, like, you know. Like they have like antibacterial lotions like all over the place and where I work like yeah. hanging on the walls and stuff. I, I don't use them. Yeah. But like, you know, I'll, I'll wash my hands with soap. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, this, this guy's like taking pride in it. Like you know, and I ain't washed my hands in like ten years. Yeah. You, know, you can see me coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> don't shake my hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's what a weird confession. Yeah. You know. And like and like to follow like and like to say that and then then follow up with well I can't see germs so germs aren't real. Like what? 
Yeah. What? 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 You, you're going to stand behind that statement? Right. Like, thank you so much for giving the Republican Party that stigma of not believing in science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, as I wanted to say, like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Sick. It's, it's ludicrous is what it is. Yeah, who doesn't wash their hands? Yeah. And who, who would think... There's, see, there's something psychological there. Because I can't see germs, they don't exist. Yeah. That's crazy. That's nuts. It is, it's nuts. I, it's, it's legitimately like... Why don't you, know, you just eat raw eggs and... Yeah. Chew on raw chicken. Yeah, exactly. You can't see them. You can't, yeah. That salmonella's there, I'm sure, but yeah. you can't see it. You can't see it. Enjoy. Yeah, sure. Can you imagine if he had, like, fucking... Intestinal virus? But that's another thing. Okay, so let's let's just say for whatever reason, okay, this guy hasn't washed his hands all day. Yeah. Now, he's making chicken. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And then he doesn't wash his hands after the chicken. Yeah. Yeah, like using like with raw product. Yeah. Like you, know, you're, so you've, you've you've handled raw chicken. Your your hand is already a Molotov cocktail of just ick to yeah. begin with. Yeah. So <laughs> you're like, yeah. Good lord. I don't know if I believe it. I, you know, maybe it's just sensational journalism. I, I why would you why would you say that? Like what? Why would you like say that out loud then? Like I, I know, but I mean, like I, I mean, I honestly like I get like you know people say like Fox News is like basically the set the Sunday morning cartoons or something, but at the same time, like you have to it, something that comes out of their mouth has to be real, and like for some reason, I think this is real. I think this guy honestly believes germs don't exist, so I don't need to wash my hands. Yuck! Like so, like when you're going into surgery, you say, okay, your doctor doesn't scrub up first. Yeah, you know. You're cool with that? Because, you know, germs aren't real. Yeah, that's weird. It's just so strange to me. It is extremely strange to me. Yeah. Like, in this day and age, like, what? I get you don't have to do it every 25 minutes. You don't have to be one of those people. Yeah. But at the same time, like, acknowledge that you just have to wash your hands occasionally. Yeah. You know. It's just odd. It is. Weird. It's very weird. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Sicko. It's how colds are spread. It. Disease. Oh. It's, not like, it's not like Ebola is spread. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, throw them in an Ebola pit. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I just want to touch on it too because it was an interesting story okay yesterday mm-hmm. um well first off in the middle of the week did you see zion williamson's shoe explode i know okay you know who zion williamson is no he's gonna be the first round draft pick in the nba drafts he play he plays he's a forward for duke okay okay let me it exploded yeah let me show you i'm gonna hold, hold on so you, you just you watch the play. Mm. Zion, I, I mean, again, this guy's two hundred eighty pounds. Like, yeah. Like all all season long, he's been compared to LeBron as far as like 
his size, his talent, mm-hmm. like his penetration to the rim, stuff like that. I mean, he he's a freight train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like he he plants that foot, just making a regular basketball move, and is just blows out his shoe. Bad shoes. Well, I mean, has to be. I'm sure it has something to do with. It. I mean, I'm sure it was a bad shoe, which unfortunately he. But I mean. Like said, the guy's 280 pounds. Like you look at the force that he plants with. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah, but at the I'm, same point, I mean, Shaq's. I mean, Shaq's a basketball player. He's one of the heaviest basketball players that ever lived. I, right. I mean, I'm, I'm not denying Ewing. It, it was a defective shoe. I'm not denying yeah, that yeah. for a second. But I mean, like, still, like I was like, shocking. Yeah. Like because, I. I don't think a regular guy, even with a defective shoe, would have had that happen. I think it's like the way he planted. Like I mean, he puts some. Like, there's some torque going into that shoe. Yeah. As he plants, you know, and to have it, it's like his foot just kind of just blow right through it. Yeah. Is shocking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's Duke. Duke's a uh, a Nike school. <laughs> yeah. You know, and apparently their 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 stock dropped like one point eight percent the next day. Really? Yeah, because of this. Huh. Well. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe they shouldn't sell bad shoes. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, cl- clearly, it's def- I, I don't think this is a regular incident. You know. No, it's not. It, but it's, it's a, clearly it's a defective shoe, but at the same time, <clears throat> like I get, and, and I think more importantly, like your th- your thought process is okay. He's going to the NBA next season. Yeah, you know, there's no doubt about it. He, if he, if he was one of those few players that you can say like, if there, if it wasn't the one and done role, he could have gone to the NBA last year. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like he's just that good. Mm-hmm. And you have to wonder now, like, because of this, because now he has an injured knee, he's going to miss some time. He's got to contemplate millions of dollars just in an NBA contract. Will he sign with Nike as a pro? Yeah, or is he going to go with some Adidas or Puma or yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, like one of these other brands now because you know his experience with Nike has been a poor one. Yeah, and he can't sue. No, because he's college. I think. Yeah, college like, can sue. <laughs> well, like I mean, I'm sure he's got like a, a an insurance policy of some type. Maybe you have to. I mean, you have to, if you're that good, you have to know that. I mean, it, it was clear that this is one of the few times that, that Mike um, Krzyzewski has gone out and recruited one-and-done players. Yeah. He's got three of them on, on this team. Yeah. Three guys that are they're talking are going to go one, two, and three. Like, they're that good. Yeah. Um, and this is one of the few times that Mike Krzyzewski's gone out and gotten players like that. He usually wants guys to stick around for two or three years before yeah. they leave. Um. So, if you're if you're coming in and you know you're that good, you know you could probably already be in the NBA. You'd have to have some sort of insurance policy, just in case you have a career-threatening injury. Yeah, you know. Uh, maybe. Yeah, you would think, but I don't. I don't like I said. I don't know. Right. Very nice. And as a college player, you don't get to choose what shoes you wear. Yeah, I know. It's you're issued a shoe by the by the team. Yeah. You know. I mean, the team may give you two or three options, but they're all going to be Nike product. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
Now, if he was in the NBA and that happened, he could probably sue Nike. Oh, yeah. He could get out of the contract and everything. Oh, yeah. You know. But as a college player. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. So you had that incident. And then yesterday, the Miami-Dade County Police <laughs> announced that, you know, Robert Kraft has been yeah. <laughs> named <laughs> in a, a prostitution sting. <laughs> yeah. You know, for multiple counts of solicitation. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know, Robert Kraft is the owner of the New England Patriots. Uh-huh. And, and, and part of those allegations are there's sex trafficking involved with this yeah. prostitution thing that's been going on at this right. place. And women being held there against their will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is big. Yeah, he's going down. Yeah. He ain't getting out of this one. There's no way. I don't... I, I don't see any... I don't see how anybody would... I, I don't out of this. I don't see how the police name you without knowing they, they have you dead to rights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't drop a name like that and say, oh, yeah. Yeah, Robert Kraft, we... I mean, he, they have, they say they have him on tape twice soliciting for a sex act. Wow. Yeah, he's going down. Yeah. It's crazy. And, like, here's the thing. This is the best way I can describe this. Mm-hmm. This is the equivalent to me of Joe Paterno being taken down by... Jerry Sandusky. Yeah. Like, I res- like as much as I hate Penn State, I respect Joe Paterno. And he ran a, a clean program. And, you know, he all, you know his players had to graduate. You know, everything that Paterno represented, <clears throat> plus having, you know, a high-quality football program, was everything I wanted for Pitt. Like, yeah. That's what I wanted for Pitt was, like, what Joe Paterno was doing at Penn State. Yeah. And, it, you know, so, like, to see Paterno fall hurt me. Yeah. Because... Like, you don't want it to go down that way. Yeah. At all. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing with Robert Kraft. Like, I hate the Patriots. I honestly do. But the Patriot way works. Like, I look at how the Patriots are run from top to bottom. And you just say, wow, why why can't the Steelers be that good? Why can't the Steelers do that? Especially nowadays with everything that's coming out about, you know, Tallman and Roethlisberger and... A, B, and Bell, like, all this horror shit that's coming out, like, you're just like, fuck, why can't my organization be like that? Yeah. And now you see this with Robert Kraft, and you're just like, fuck, I don't want you taken down this way. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it's, it, it's hard. and like, everybody's talking about, like, oh, well, they'll suspend them for a few games, and they'll Suspend? Fi-. Yeah, like, no, no. You you basically took away a franchise from Jerry Richardson for for sexual harassment. Yeah. This is ten times worse than sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah, this is like huge. Yeah. Solicitation for prostitution at like the Kyoto Day Spa. Yeah. You know, you, you know what you're getting into. You know what you're going there for. You know who's who's working. <laughs> you know, like you know what's going. If you if you don't, if you're that naive, he's not. There's no. No, way. there's no way. Like so, you know that per- what that person's there as. Like you know yeah. they're not there. You know, willfully. Yeah. You know, you know they're not going to give you that handy, that happy ending. 
you know, because they they, they enjoy this. <laughs> right. You know, like, th- th- this is somebody who's being held against their will, and you know it. You know, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah this isn't the best little house in Texas. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's what, like... That's what drives you insane because, like, okay, if you have all that money, there are much more discreet ways of, of you could you could have done this. Yeah, like fucking stupid. Yeah, like there are people who like legitimate sex workers that you say, okay, this is somebody who does it because, you know, it's a way to make money. They know they can do it. They're do, they're not being held against their will. They're not, you know, being forced into something. Mm-hmm. You know, they're there because it's a way to make money and they can do it well for you. Right. You know, and. Those are the people, you know, so you could have done it that way. Spend, you know, yeah, sure, you're going to spend more money. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, 70 bucks for a, for a happy ending. Yeah. You know, I get it. I want to be cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but spend the money, do it discreetly. Yeah. You know, there are many better ways you could have done this. Yeah. But no, you're going to the Kyoto Hell Spot. <laughs> yeah. Hag one for seventy dollar hand jobs. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's amazing. It's like it's it's one of those things you just you never thought you would ever hear. Like it's one of those things that you just never thought like sports would have to cover. <laughs> yeah. Of the many li- of the list of many things that you never thought you'd have to hear on ESPN or the NFL Network, this has to rank at the top. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I can't believe that. Yeah. Eh, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's going down. Oh yeah, and I mean, and the franchise needs to be taken away. Oh yeah. Like, like, I'm not even talking about like Robert Kraft goes into the background and his son Stephen takes over. No, the the Kraft family has to sell this franchise. Yeah. In my opinion, it if the allegations are proven true. Yeah. You know, if the allegations are proven true that you, because you forced Jerry Richardson to sell his team, and it was based upon the fact that, you know, in the era of Me Too, you know, he was sexually harassing his staff for years. Yeah. This is ten times worse. Yeah, ten times. Ten times. You know, Jim Irsay was suspended for six games and fined $500 million for drunk driving and possession. Yeah. This is a thousand times worse than what Jim Irsay was doing. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is horrible. Yeah. I mean, he's, he should go to jail for this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, this is, like, criminal. <laughs> yeah. Like, stuff of nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. What a creep. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> that's just but that's the week it's been like I mean it's like it, a weird week and then you throw on top of all that you know Jim Beheim, the head coach of the Syracuse men's basketball team killed a man in his car yeah <laughs> what the fuck yeah twisted fucks yeah so it's the Bartonio mailbag okay mailbag Burp, burp. And 
as always, we start we start with a good friend, the super fan Thad. Okay. Thad writes in, "Hello, my two favorite hosts who rub pickles in each other's faces." Yuck. <laughs> Damn. What did I ever do to Peacock? I did not realize how much she hates me. If she had a choice to have dinner with me, Trump, Jerry Sandusky, and the smiley face killer, I would be the last to be picked. Oh, it's true, my friend. It's true. (laughs) You shit on someone's lawn once, and it's all over. I shit on Tim's lawn once a week, and he still likes me and invites me over for dinner. I find it hard to believe that Tim invites you over for dinner when there's a child in the room. Yeah. You know, that's just... I can't believe I missed a gathering. Tim showed me pictures of the meetup. Damn, Stork walks a lot like Ellen DeGeneres, but older and more lesbian. Wow. (laughs) Wow, I can't believe you went there. Well, trim my pews with a butter knife. Guess who was two for two this week on The Masked Singer? Oh, God. Just skip this. Rumor Willis was the line <laughs> and Joey Fatone was a rabbit. It sucks being a genius. Next week, I will be another three for three. And, and nobody gives a damn. I mean, honestly, like, Ian might because he watches the show. But other than that, like I couldn't put, pull Rumor Willis out of the lineup. <laughs> like If you lined her up with like five other women, like, like which one's Rumor Willis? I mean, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Fuck. Joey Fatone. Nobody, nobody's cared about Joey Fatone. I don't know in how long. <laughs> right. You know. So, child, please. <laughs> okay, I have to go. Platypus and I are on our way out looking for houses. If the timing is right, we can have a PNP barbecue at our place in the summer. Well. I mean, I know I'll, I'll come. <laughs> I should have worded that differently, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll show up, and I'm sure Ian would. Yeah. Um, maybe Tim. Just so he knows what lawn the shit in. Uh, but I, Stork and Peacock, I don't know. It might be a tough invite. Next up is our good friend, the Otter. Better known as Superfan Tim. Hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Hey. Keeping it short this week is I'm sure everyone has had enough otter. No, we can never get enough otter. Right. Never. I had a great time last week. I always say it, and I always mean it. Hanging out for the show is one of the best times I've had all year. Well, it's mm. been a very short year. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be surpassed by, I don't know, drinking in your basement. <laughs> nice. So Beaver has me building an Ikea cabinet for holding shoes down the basement. Took the best part of an hour, and that was an hour ago. How much longer do you think I can just sit around down here drinking beers before she realizes I'm finished? That's an interesting question. Yeah. Can you figure, okay, you spent an hour (laughs) building the, 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 the cabinet, and you spent another hour drinking. Now, my guess is going to be you could probably squeeze in one more good hour if you just make some noises and swear a little bit. Yeah, there you go. You know, just make it sound like something's going on down there. And I mean, the second you're quiet, if it's too quiet for too long, she's going to come investigate. 
Right. Because she's going to think it's done and want to see it when she's going to want to see the finished product. <laughs> right. And probably put all of her shoes in there. <laughs> but no, no, no. You got to make a little noise. You got you to make it sound like there's work being done. And just fire off a drill, smack a hammer around, something. Yeah. You know. And like you say, just use some vulgarity. Like, motherfuck every once in a while, and, you know, you should be good. <laughs> you squeeze at least another hour out of that. And yeah. then after, after that hour, you've, you're done. Because <laughs> if, if it's been three hours, then she's going to start worrying that you're fucking it up, and she's going to come and look. <laughs> That's the key. Like, so there, the three hours is the, is the sweet spot. After that, you're done. Right. You know. Because she's going to come around like, oh, Tim, how's it coming along? Oh, look, you're done. You know, and then you have to spend time with your family. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. All right, then. Anything you like to add to the proceedings, there, sir? No, I'm good, man. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. So, two and a half hours last week. Shorty this week. Yeah. You know. Huh. Yeah. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Uh, you can send us an email like these fine folks have. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. I uh, can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. Very easy to find. And lastly, uh, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the High Voltage. No, good Lord. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Danger Entertainment Network. Just give them a Google search, and you'll be able to find the website that the, that the networks are on and all the other great podcasts they have to offer. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, I want to thank again you, dear listener, um, <clears throat> for coming on this, this wild and crazy journey with us each and every week. I uh, can't thank you enough for, for your support and the tweets and, you know, the good vibes everybody gives us each and every week. We greatly appreciate it. It means so much to us. Yep. So that's it. That's all I got. Cool. So on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>